focusing on the small business. You know, what is that? That is your product, right? Mm-hmm. That like like the relationship and what you bring to them, that is the thing that you have to focus on. And how do you make that one singular thing better for them? Welcome to the Digital Technopreneur Podcast, a place where entrepreneurs find their start into building a business in a digital and technologically driven world. I have spent the past decade building a management consulting firm and learning from some of the most brilliant individuals around the world. This podcast will guide you through the early stages of your entrepreneurial journey from the lens of each entrepreneur guest we have on the show. My name is Patrick Olawa, and I am joined with my co-host, NDO, and welcome to the Digital Technopreneur Podcast. Uh, today, we've got a fun guest that I'm, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward for us to really breaking down, you know, his mindset, his companies, not company. Um, this is Uche. He is the CTO at Hey Hippo and Executive Director at Enye. And uh, this is my brother from another mother, born and raised in Nigeria, but grew up in California as well. Just overall driven person that just want to create ecosystems for builders, innovators, uh, investors, but focused, though, in African countries as well. Mm-hmm. So that's I'm excited for this. Uche, welcome. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Welcome. <laughs> um, I'm really excited to be here. Uh, this is so far so fun. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's good. Yeah. So so let's 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 start with Enya. because um, for before before we get into like quote unquote the company that's that you you guys are building right now on the funding side and 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 making all the moolah on that side. Let's talk about Enya um, with regards to what you guys are doing. What is Enya? So um, right now, it's current version, current iteration. We are um, we are um, building MVPs for um, for local entrepreneurs, local founders, local startups. Okay, but our history, where we initially started, was we wanted to like teach software engineering, and uh, the first year didn't didn't go well. We realized that it was super difficult. We sh- we don't know how to teach. We need like a master's degree to actually be teachers. We pivoted, sort of doing a project-based mentorship platform, and we found a lot of success there. We knew that we were onto something, and we, we ran uh, another cohort, um, and we saw that yes, this is the direction. Um, and then uh, during cohort four, we sort of did a little sort of experiment where we invited two founders. Um, from that, from Legos and, and and say hey look we have engineers do you want them to work on your idea they they said yes um, we we watched them closely throughout the program um, like unfortunately it didn't go as exactly as planned but we saw that there was a a, a need here there was a need fulfilled uh, filled by by anyone in the market so you know there there is there is like the big companies like Andela. Um, who who source local talent and then you know have them work for international companies? But there was no one really addressing. Hey, look, there's a lot of problems that need to be solved here. And how do we get the the like the right engineers to, to like you know start solving these big problems? So, 
So with cohort, um, uh, with our uh, uh, with our last cohort, we decided to go all out. You know, we had you know 10, uh, 10 teams. You know, of, of three engineers and and uh, one startup. Um, and over two months, they um, you know they they ran like a product team. They did the user stories, um, you know, user interviews, user stories. They did a wireframing. They did uh, database uh, designs. They um, they designed the uh, the, the API um, schema, um, and then and then you know they actually built the MVP. Um, you know, there's just a bunch of wahala and craziness when you're actually building bugs. Yeah, you know, like people not getting, you know, not liking each other, and communication breaks down. <laughs> you need to deal with all that. But um, you know, uh, you know, but our goal, our, our team's goal is to handhold everyone to the finish line. You know, and that finish line is demo day where they present their product in front of our our community uh, and our community. Um, these are ex um, ex students. These are um, other founders that you know, like that hire our engineers. These are investors that we have invited from the local VC um, 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 ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And our last one was a success. So it was really good. Uh, and, and just get to see everyone um, and like, you know, eat Mexican food. And, you know, uh, <laughs> and, and yeah, it was great. Now, now real, real quick in that, in that regards, because you mentioned um, uh, you guys, you guys get to present this. Um, you do some handholding before you guys go through this presentation side. Do you guys work on the handholding side with just your team or because there, there's, there's that component of camaraderie that you guys have with your team, but then how do you guys bridge that with the founders? Like, how do you guys match that that connection or relationship to be able to you know hold both sides going? So, so are you saying are you talking about the relationship between the founders and the engineers or the founders? Right, the right, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, so we don't. So what we try our very best when we get when we vet both both the engineers and the founders is we are. We're trying to vet for you know soft skills, people who have really strong like um, they can communicate effectively. Right. They demonstrate like empathy. Um, like they they have worked on uh, on teams before, have ran teams before, and know how to sort of uh, um, deal with those associated with that. So for our, our founders specifically, we are looking for for people with product management skills. That's that is our number one like criteria. For our engineers, we are Vetting them to, I mean, we're checking for competency and then all the soft skills. Like, hey, like, you know, we, we, we like, we ask questions around, you know, like, tell us, like, like, the last time you had, you know, uh, you, you had a, a conflict in, 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 like, a group, and, like, how did you deal with that? Um, and so, uh, and so, yeah, we interview them for that and, and we pick the ones that we think um, um, have the strongest like ability to function on um in a group and then and then how we do the pairing is just based off of what the engineers want to work on the, the type of the types mm-hmm. of problems that they want to solve and and the types of uh, industry or uh, that the founders are, are like working in so we just got together and say hey look um we think there's there will be a nice match here let's see if it if it um works out and then throughout the the program we are we, um, you know, as they, as issues come up, we, we make sure that they have the appropriate resources. So all the founders have consultants uh, that they can uh, leverage to like deal with any issues that, that they have. 
and the Enya team is there to sort of, you know, like a, you know, kind of baby them and like, hey, this is how you should communicate this, oh you know, God. this is how you should do it. And so that um, uh, egos aren't, aren't hurt, you know. Um, but yeah, but yeah, we, we just toss them in the, into the swimming pool and, and uh, hope that they drown. And if they're drowning, we like throw some like, uh, a little, uh, little lifeline to. <laughs> what I love about what you guys are doing is because I mean every CEO has a different personality, every engineer has a different personality, mm-hmm. and when you guys allow them to kind of date, you guys are kind of like a, the uh, the dating exactly. like the, the matchmaker of these because mm-hmm. they're they're key to both businesses. I mean, you need one can't work without the other, and that's awesome mm-hmm. that you allowed them to do that. But it. My question for you, as, as I see where you guys are going with this business, is what was that final step before you changed your business to this? What was that final failure that said, hey, we, the, the, the market's telling us to do this, so we need to switch. We need to make that turn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the biggest, one of the biggest issues that we were having was um, placement. You know, we have, we're a very small team, right? It's, it's me, Manny. Um, Mike. Oh, what happened? And so it's me, Manny, Mike, and at the time uh, we had a head of Nigerian operations, Ayo. So, and then Ama, who does our marketing. We're we're very very tiny, so we don't really ha- have all the resources to go and and like source jobs. You know, that's a that's a that's a whole that's a whole sales pipeline that I, like none of us are trying to deal with. So we're like, okay, look, how do we solve? This? This issue that we, we need to put our uh, graduating from our, from our program somewhere. What is what is what is like like a potential solution that also solves other solutions? And th- this was it. It's like mm-hmm. let's bring in the founders into our program, and then and then um, and then you know come to this understanding with them. Like if we deliver on the MVP, you hire our engineers. So that was mm-hmm. that was the. the one of the biggest issues or biggest motivating factors um, that helped us sort of um, go this direction. Yeah. So what was attractive about what was attractive about you guys that allowed you to start accumulating all these engineers? What was what brought them to you? Okay. <laughs> so for the very first class, we were like, "Hey, look, we got laptops, we got data, <laughs> we got it all." No, what do you want? We got it, right? <laughs> and you know, we went into Nigeria, flew all the way in through a whole like a whole event, get out of these laptops. Um, I mean, even then at the time we only had maybe like two, maybe three hundred people who uh, applied. And <clears throat> but uh but you know, there was a lot of you know, like I said, there was absolute failure there, you know, only maybe two or three engineers were actually followed through out of the 10 um, and and then when we came back we, we we started just trying to connect with the various groups um, uh, local technical groups or de- uh, developer groups like letting them know hey this is a thing that that is real and if you apply we can help you upskill and then place you somewhere and so um, as we consistently sort of delivered core over core um, we attracted more and more people uh, and we have people who apply once, twice, three times, and then they finally get in. Um, so with our last core, we had, 
around like I believe like three thousand applicants, which is nice. And from the three thousand, we chose um, thirty. So one percent. One percent. That's nice. Yeah, but but I mean one percent. Uh, you know, to like to get to that one was a series of um, challenges, right? We we have built something, and it slims that down from like three, like three, like three k to like like three hundred. There, we, we we go to the, like the next level where we, we test their fundamentals, and maybe only a hundred, a hundred and twenty five pass. And then from there, we uh, we you know test their ability to, to to sort of think holistically as as an, as an engineer. And from there, maybe. 50, maybe 60 pass, and then we give them the soft skills test, and then and then we, um, you know, we as founders, uh, me, Mike, and Manny, and our mentors, um, vote to to see who we want uh, within the program, and that's how we, you know, because we like we sort of know who will who will be successful. You know, it's a specific type of person. It's like self-driven, and 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 they have like you know. Um, and they over communicate. Have really, really good soft skills. So, um, yeah. so you have to you have to almost find engineers that are entrepreneurs, not just engineers that are like overly analytical. Mm, so, so um, this is the thing. This is the thing. You know, there there are programs out there that are, hey, let's let's build these techpreneurs. You know, one of our uh, cousin programs uh, called Semi uh, Semicolon Africa. They are really big on this. So, like, hey, let's take let's take these techie guys and turn them into entrepreneurs. We are not of that exact. Um, we don't believe exactly that because to be an entrepreneur and to be an engineer, these are two different mindsets. It's rare that you that you can get it together, and it's usually like in a CTO. Mm-hmm. Um, who, who can sort of narrow slim for CTO? It's it's not as 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 uh, it's not as um, like a night and day difference. Though. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's 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 like comparing a CTO to a CEO. It's it's not the same thing, you know. Uh, a CTO is still this technical person. Um, but so we 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 are not entirely trying to make them into uh, entrepreneurs, but we do know that um, that it is we that is the team that communicate effectively that win it's not the teams with right. the best engineers it's like hey oh, who, can, who can who can so that like let the other person know when like something is in them or when when uh when they don't believe that this is the right path and sort of have the open um channel of communication to like express that and feel as if their like thoughts can be heard um so so yeah so not building technical entrepreneurs, bringing in the entrepreneurs because these guys are these guys are of a different mindset. You know, they're not they they want to build, but they're more high level. So tell me about your uh, how you came up with the process of finding these right people. Tell us about you know how you accumulated that because I mean that by itself is a lot of trial and error, a lot of reviews. Mm-hmm. Or what was your process to do it? Yeah, for the for the, for the engineers, it's just okay. Um, it's just okay. How do I how do I express this? <laughs> so our our vetting process is actually where they do the most sort of learning. Okay, so we want them to to expose all these various technologies before they even come into the, the program. So we okay. Look, they at a very basic. They need to be able to do this thing. Okay, if they succeed at let's say building a simple app, 
to do app with React. We know that we cannot move them to this next level. And they say, okay, now that you have built this to do app with React, um, plug it into a you know a MongoDB database connected to there. Now some people already have experience with that, some people don't. And 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 in that in 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 the attempt of trying to solve this you know challenge, they learn a ton. And then at the at the final level, we like okay, now that you have like now that you have done this, um, you know, add uh, these new features, you know, like persist the data in in this way, or you know, connect it uh, connected to the Google Maps API or something like that. Mm. And and yeah, we can tell who has who sort of has the capacity and the, and the ability just by its nature. The test is meant to just help the people who 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 are yet there um, and who who aren't self-driven learners because we provide the resources but we need them to learn it themselves we can't we can't right. feed them no we're not we're not teachers we are mentors gotcha gotcha here's a here's a, a, a quick backtracking type question here because you guys you guys are you guys are doing all this you guys are, i mean yourself um and you know we're of course working with a team of people being able to build this engineering cohorts and then going through this, the secondary component, which we're going to talk about here soon, which is pay hippo for yourself. Were you always this entrepreneur or was it something that just, you grew into this on mm. becoming an entrepreneur? How did you, what was your journey like becoming like, okay, like, would you, I mean, you feel like, do you label yourself as an entrepreneur or an engineer or both? I guess that should be the question. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, uh, um, I'm exactly both. I am definitely a builder. Uh, at my core. Um, but um, around the age of 25, I had this sort of, uh, I'm 29 uh, at the current moment, I had this sort of like, not a, you know, a, like an aha moment, but I just really introspectively reflected on everything and sort of said, okay, this is where I want to be in 10 years. You know, and one of the things is I don't want to be working for someone else, right? I want to be building mm-hmm. some cool things in Nigeria, working um, you know, I don't, um, I know that, I know that it's going to be a very difficult path and I, it will take 10 years before I get there. So it has been five fun. Uh, and so, um, and it wasn't always like that. Like I, I would definitely consider myself for the majority of my like in college, very, very lazy. You know, at, at the age of 16, Manny will tell you what we did in high school. We just stopped, we just stopped working. <laughs> this is, uh, this is, this really, we can just be B-level students and we, and it's going to be fine. We're going to sell through this system real quick. And so we stopped trying and, 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 and the system wasn't really like pushing us for not really trying that hard. And so mm-hmm. graduated, like graduated high school, went to college, definitely throughout college, I went to UCSB and I don't know if you know about UCSB, it's, it's just a party school. So, it's a party. I yeah. Yeah, I just definitely skipped most of the school important this party, you know. It was great. I learned some uh some social skills, right? right? I am I'm an right. introvert by 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 nature, partying and people help bring me out of my shell. And so and these mm. these skills are like, you know, I still use it today, you know, to just be able to party and not be awkward. Um and uh but but like I wasn't Really go- I, I, I came out. I came out uh, like UCSB with a poli sci degree, and I wasn't doing anything. 
I was I was doing uh, I had like a sales job here. I went to the Bay, was also doing a sales job. I was like, look, I'm gonna teach myself an actual skill, right? And I taught myself how to program. Uh, went into a boot camp. I was like, oh, right, this wasn't that. It wasn't that ridiculous, you know. I used to have to be like a 12 year old whiz kid to even know how to pro- like program. <laughs> but it's just like yeah. if you can speak the language, you can program, you know. Um, so, um, but. Um, to long story short, to answer your question, what I did always know was I want to be solving problems in the U.S. that I wanted to go out. I wanted to go out. I always knew that. Uh, so eventually it hit that, okay, let me, if I'm going to be working um, somewhere, let me try to solve this in my home country because these people are suffering. You know, it's sad. Yeah. It's like, I like, um, every single time I'm like, where, why isn't the, why isn't it just better? Right. Uh, and so mm-hmm. what can I do to just um, on, on that individual level, just help change something, right. Uh, system. If you can't change the system, you can still affect right. individuals. Right. Right. Did you notice so, that your, your, your drive and motivation was helped by your purpose to help out now, you know, something you believe in, did that really push you to where you are today? Yes. Yeah. I, I like, it wasn't only that I believed in it. I like, this is, it was plain as day that if I can learn how to program and learn these concepts, anyone uh, of these kids coming out of college, you know, that, that, that just have, you know, half of their wits uh, about them can also do this. So I absolutely believe in it, and I still do, and I will continue to believe in that because I've seen it time and time again. Um, But there's also the other concept, like uh, um, the other angle, like this is like a thing that you created. It's your baby. So you don't want to see your baby die, so you got to put in the time. (laughs) So you put in the time more and more into it. Yeah. Yeah, And that kind of segues, you know, over to, you know, pay hippo because, You've gotten this drive that you want to be able to do something. You know, you're you're taking your knowledge base and you want to apply it to solve a problem back home. You want to be able to do something that creates a change without you having to worry about changing or fixing the system. Instead, mm-hmm. you're grassrooting and going through that that component with Pay Hippo, where it's there is a financial problem. With mm-hmm. you know small to mid-sized enterprises looking to see how can they fund their businesses, how can they grow their businesses? Because at the end of the day, if you look at the U.S., you know ninety-nine percent of the entire United States economy is ran by small business owners. Mm-hmm. And if you take that same principle and apply that in any other country, those countries will start growing and start developing and doing a lot more active growth from the mm-hmm. smaller level building up. And so it's really cool seeing that you get to take that skill set of, of the technology and, and, and engineering that you learn and now going in as a co-founder and CTO with Pay Hippo. And so let's, let's talk about Pay Hippo for a second here. It would be, what is Pay Hippo now? Yeah, so Pay Hippo is, um, is an SME. If, if you guys are not, um, are not familiar with the term, small, medium-sized enterprise. Um, I think in the U.S. it's SMB. Um, uh, yeah, it's a platform that uh, makes it easy, seamless for SMEs to access you know, 
finances, you know, funding, you know, money, working capital, um, uh, the the funds that they need to make sure that they can grow their business, pay their employees, buy equipment, um, and so on and so forth. Yeah. And so, so why, why did, why, <laughs> I guess what, what started this for you guys? What, what was the, what was the, like the tick that says, okay, you know what, this is it. This is a problem we should solve. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, for me, um, I had a, like someone approached me, a guy named Zach, um, the CEO and uh, you know, I ran into I ran into him at a cafe in in Lagos, and uh, and he was working for a company uh, like a SME lending company in Nigeria at the time. And he, he um, approached me when I was I went back to host an event for Enya, and he was like, "Hey man, um, well, I had this idea. Heard that you're a software engineer." Um, you know, I'm looking to sort of build this thing, and he, he sort of history to me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we can definitely build this. Um, and and you know, when we initially started, I I you know, like I knew that getting access to to like funds and finances in Nigeria or in, in African continent was was bad. But I didn't actually know how bad it was. Um, like Nigeria being the worst out of everyone, uh, their banks. Yeah make it uh their banks have are, are, are sitting on a ton of savings or and they're not highly leveraged meaning that they're not lending it to anyone they only lend to traditional institutions and and when, when they say traditional it's just oil and gas yeah so <laughs> and shell that's that's where they just park all their money and 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 so um you know as you know as we as we started building the company and we had, had to like do like research into this, I saw like is like the process is broken. Um, it could be a lot quicker um, and there's no need for collateral uh, because there are other ways for you to sort of incentivize people to, to participate within your platform. Um, um, and, and additionally, de-risk um, the loan. Uh, I'm saying a lot of things, but I'm waiting for you guys to sort of ask the pro we can go into it. Um, but so to to backtrack, uh, you know, it, it it wasn't a problem that I initially was trying to solve. But when I um, I was approached, I was like, yes, this is an act. This is the problem. This is the yeah. reason why um, this this economy is not doing better than what it's doing is because the people who are supposed to be financing the economy aren't they're just like you know i'm you know i'm just going to take my my uh percentage from from, from they the get their pay and they, yeah. yeah i'm not trying to do any more extra work here um mm. that is that is currently changing because all the oil and gas are defaulting on their loans so they're like oh how do we now make that money yeah. <laughs> right and then and, and, <laughs> see you just you just brought up a, a question that 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 i was thinking about as well because you talked about not having collateral. Like there are there are other ways to incentivize a business without the collateral. And then now, you know, and that's that's a big problem is if you are giving out a finance or a loan, it's how do you avoid what re, what do you how do you create a that that uh, I guess a negative feedback loop 
to mm. reduce the defaulting that businesses will be able to take on that money and not pay back? Like, how do you guys okay. go through that process without the collateral? Okay, so our um, thesis or our theory is most businesses are credit worthy. Okay, all right, all right. Um, however, most businesses, when they do get financing, are overfinanced. Okay. Mm. Uh, so what we are trying to do is figure out how to find um, uh, these creditworthy businesses and then finance them appropriately. And here's what I mean by finance them appropriately. So a business might, might come um, to us say, I'm going to use Naira because that's how we function. Uh, I will translate yeah. that later. Uh, and say, hey, look, I need one million Naira. And we're like, okay. All right, cool. Let's see your 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 business banking uh, transactions. And so okay. we do banking transactions. We do a bunch of maths on it, and we basically the the overall conclusion is how healthy is this business? Okay, gotcha. and what is the amount? What is the amount that this business can support if we were to finance them? And so what okay. we are trying to do is our whole the our whole the entire business is trying to find what is that perfect amount to finance someone where mm -hmm. they comfortably um where they where the amount will be useful for them and then they can comfortably pay it gotcha gotcha that is so you're, you're 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 essentially you're essentially you guys are looking at the the funding process of like you mentioned, not overfunding, but giving them what they effectively need or the amounts that would essentially, when they look at it, they have to look at where can we effectively put this money in to generate revenue back again for our business without needing extra money. Is that, am I saying that correctly? I mean, so I, we wouldn't be able to answer that question because these guys use it for a variety of different reasons. So okay. um, I would assume that they're trying to turn the money that we give them into more money because mm -hmm. they need to pay back to us with, with like with like interest. Um, so 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 without uh, definitely knowing the answer, I would say yes. That is mm -hmm. that is that is the aim of the business is to hey look we have we have we have gotten five hundred k out of the one million that we asked. How can we sort of take this five hundred k? And then turn it into, uh, and then leverage it appropriately to grow our business. Um, I would say that the majority of the businesses in, um, uh, sorry, the majority of the use of funds it goes into working capital. This is, you know, paying for, um, you know, like let's say bad cars, paying for gas, paying their employees, paying um, for um, like, like raw materials, paying for equipment, um, and, and these things. We like we like track on the entry uh, on the on the front. Gotcha. Right? We ask them what it's for, but um, uh, they will know if they actually use it for that. That's that's the other mm -hmm. question that we that we have to answer, right? Okay. What I think is really interesting is what, like you just said, most people when they ask for funding are asking for things that don't necessarily mean execution. You know, they're mm -hmm. just you know hard 
hard materials and things like that, you know, and that's really interesting. But my big question is you guys have automated underwriting. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes yes. to, when it comes to, you know, you're breaking down business profiles and you're saying, Hey, this is what actually is helping your business grow and get returns. How do you do this? And how did you even come up with something that is automated to formulate, you know, who's, uh, who can fit with your brand and not? Okay. Um, so let me try to reword that question. You're asking basically how do we, uh, how do we sort of decide what to automate or um, uh, why Basically, do you Okay. So you guys so, have a, you guys have a formula. I'll rephrase it. Yes, you guys have a formula yeah. that is, is more interested in what provides execution and kind of takes out, you know, raw materials and other things, other accessories. How did you guys make this formula automated and what, and you know, what brought the data that allowed you guys to formulate something that people could easily punch in? Okay, cool. So um, in terms of what brings in the, the data, um, so initially, um, what we, how we get in the data is through their banks, right? They will provide us physical bank statements. Some are 30 pages, some are 500 pages. And so we've built this system that would parse the bank statement, turn it into structured data, and we'll go uh, each transaction, do a bunch of math on it, and reach, um, and then make a conclusion on, on, the, on the healthiness of that business. Um, uh, and, uh, but I mean, but there are other things that we also check in terms of like verification. And, the, and these are the, like, the parts are automated and should be automated for any platform like ours. Like, you know, checking their tax ID, checking their uh, business right. registry, checking um, and like hitting the credit registry to make sure that they're not delinquent with any other uh, establishment. Um, uh, running their, um, like the EBN, like making sure it's just another like national ID, um, making sure mm-hmm. that their like, the accounts belong to them. All these processes are automated. Additionally, um, uh, them submitting the bank statement, we do require that they get it from their bank and give it to us. And then we, we, then we process all that and that is also automated. The, 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 the sauce here can't go too into it, but, um, but to just summarize what we are looking at is their banking, their business banking transaction and using those transactions to determine how healthy the business is. And based off of that healthiness, we can sort of, uh, uh, Include what is the appropriate amount for them, and 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 I can't really tell you more than that. What is the appropriate <laughs> amount to finance them? Yeah. Um, and so, in terms of um, um, how we even get in data recently, so there's a, a platform called Mono, which is my favorite company right now in Nigeria, ran by a guy named Abdul uh, um, Abdul Hassan. Um, and what they allow us to do is uh, when, when we onboard our customers, they can literally just plug our um, application into their bank directly and we can just their business banking transactions immediately. So- That was gonna be a question for me, yeah. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like a, is it a, no, it's, it's not a strike. It's a, oh my God. There's a, there's a, an equivalent in the US, but in Europe, it's, uh, there's, there's open, um, like open, API. So banks allow you to, to, to them directly. 
rights in the U.S. is a, a little bit tricky. But there's a platform. It is it's, it's escaping me right now. That has figured it out on the, on the U.S. side. Uh, Nigeria, there's, there's there's like two or three main ones. One of them is called Aqua. The other one is called Mono. And then there's other ones called like One Pipe and, and like everything. But we are in this sort of boom in technology in Nigeria that allows right. us to sort of these things. Um, so like getting data has been simplified, has been, is, is a lot easier now than it was three years ago uh, when you. we have our own solution. We still, um, although we still, uh, we required the, uh, the initial data coming from Mono, Mono is not perfect, it sometimes fails. And when, when it fails, we then have them sort of do this more, they send in your, your like bank statement, we'll parse it, look at it, and then, uh, and then move forward from there. So, so, so you guys are essentially kind of, if imagine the business was an individual requesting the loan, you guys are doing it pretty much uh, using algorithms to, to look at a psych profile of the business to see, you know, based on their previous spending and based on the way they use capital, are they overextending themselves when they use capital or are they, you know, using a proper amount of capital to be able to say, okay, this business asking for X amount, that's a, uh, that's a reliable request. Is this business asking for, or, or you guys are looking at that, that psych eval and then saying, you know what, that's not a, that's not a proper request because this business tend to overextend. Maybe we can do at this level. Is that, is that something in a, in a sense of like, when you guys are analyzing, mm. does that make sense in that, in that regards? Yeah, I mean, if, if that mental model helps you sort of understand this as like a mm-hmm. as like a psych model, uh, as like a psych psychological analysis of the business, then yes, use yeah. that mental model. Um, okay. um, so, but uh, again, we what we are uh, what we're doing is making sure that the amount that we have sort of okay. Let me let me take a step without, back. Without so, giving out the secret sauce. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me take a step back here. So um, once we finish the calculation, we know uh, like the range that we are willing to sort of offer this customer. Okay. And this range is is basically represents our sort of risk appetite for this customer. It's like gotcha. of, of, of a customer that does this type of and has this type of, um, of transaction um, like history? Um, we are willing to sort of um, um, find some within this range, okay? Mm-hmm. And we we sort of work with them to get to that very high end sort of range. And 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 so, given that our facility, our loan facilities are thirty day uh, facilities. Um, when if they do uh, like pay on time or early, um, we we sort of have this internal point system. It's, it's, it's definitely getting yeah. mm-hmm. this internal point system that that, that helps them move up to this like to like to this range, this higher range mm-hmm. that they want to get to. So yeah, like a preferred customer type scenario. A what? They're building a preferred customer type scenario. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And so, if if they initially wanted one mil, but our system said, okay, we uh, we can only fund you five mil. I'm sorry, five hundred k. Um, that 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 sort of range would be okay if we can work within our system and eventually get up to one 
and then eventually more. Mm. Um, but it requires that you sort of, uh, uh, you know, abide by these very simple rules, which is just payback on time or early. That's it. Um, mm. our, our, our product is, it's like, it's not a, it's not a, it's not rocket science. It's really straightforward. Right. It's really simple. And, um, and because of the simplicity of it, that's why it works. And, mm. and it's, it's like counterintuitive. It, it's the simpler you make it, the more it will work. Um, yeah. So um, we, don't, we don't have too many rules around how to use the facility. They can do whatever they want with it. We don't have collateral. We have already done all the back end to sort of determine what is our, how much we're going to sort of risk on this, on this, on this person. And then the, the, um, then it's, it's up to the customer to sort of um, um, do their part so that we can sort right. of build this history for them. Um, and it works. So last, last month, we had 99% payment on our principal. Wow. This is principal, not the actual loan amount. The actual loan amount was yeah. like 97. Yeah. So 99% mm-hmm. payment before, like the moment before that, it was 98. And then, and then but, we have stayed above ninety six percent repayment, um, and it's because yes, and, and it's because we're conditioned. It's like it's, it's this whole learning sort of experience. We're conditioning mm-hmm. our our customers to to be uh, reasonable and reliable um, um, borrowers, you know, and and so what 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 our main challenges we don't really have to worry about our old customer challenges. How do we now um, condition the new customers faster so that they just get it? You know, so it's not it's not a they don't have to think about it. It's like, hey, if you just do this, this is how financing will sort of work. Like the financing traditionally will, will like work for you, and and uh, and you would get more and more funds if you um, it, um, if you sort of participate um, accordingly. Follow the follow the process. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are well, the problem, making this the process, and and so um, and here are the key things: make sure try like make this um, the onboarding process as seamless as possible. You like the like you can disperse them as quickly as possible. Like uh, it's you know we're not doing consumer loans, so mm-hmm. for for us for our returning customers it takes about on a, on average two hours from once they request it for us to disperse to them. Um, and then, and then, but but um, throughout every single time that we request, we reanalyze, we, we check. Hey, mm-hmm. are they delinquent at any other, any um, other institutions as well? Establishments. Okay, let's look at the business data again. Since the last time they requested, how has it did, how has their business performed? Okay, mm-hmm. how based off of that, how much are we, are we willing to sort of uh, risk on this on this on this person? Okay, great. They, but they also have an like an internal score that that like fits into that, and and at the end we we have an offer for them that we propose to them and say hey do you accept this offer? It it is rare it is rare that we get someone that doesn't accept our offers. It is absolutely like maybe I've, we have had one person in the last two weeks reject one of our offers, and 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 his was like okay like the offer was too low. Let me try with my other business account um, because mm. in Nigeria, like people have many business accounts. It's not like you have like five business accounts. Okay, 
So did you uh, say there was two hours between the 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 ask and the the actual disbursement? Disbursements, yeah, that was that was pretty fast. Yeah, we skipped over that pretty quick. <laughs> that was, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm sorry, two hours. That is that is oh, wow. So you guys are able with your software from the the request to disbursement to our process that they can get funding. Yes. So 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 I'm I'm talking about return involved. These, these so, are for re, these are these are return customers. These are not like yeah. your primary customers. These are return gotcha, customers. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. yeah. Because okay. they're already so if in they're the process in the system. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. If they are if they are no, uh, new, if they are if they are if they are new borrower right now, um, you know, because we we do uh, require that they provide a guarantor that is that is. Um, verified, verifiable. We we verify that as well. Make sure that you know that all their um, IDs uh, pan out. That they um, that, that the bank account associated with that um, guarantor is actually um, theirs. Um, and the what happens there is that the bank requests a guarantor, and and the guarantor doesn't see the email for like a day or two or three. But but if they got that in and and, and everything checked, we can get it to them immediately. It's just once, once, once they have checked all the boxes, we just disperse. Um, there's, um, there's no, we just, we then, we then um, push, test push the, push the bottom. Out. Push the bottom. It's, it's automated. It's just like we just, yeah. we then test out this like theory. You know, once the, once the offer is, is sent, if they accept it, immediate dispersal, automated dispersal. Um, here's a here's a question that. That's yeah. just ticking my head as you're explaining this because um, after spending some time studying the um, the FICO system in the U.S., uh-huh. is there any potential for you guys to create? Because you, what you're describing legitimately is how um, you know the 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 entire you know looking back at you know just my my research on Fair and Isaac and creating the FICO system. They were doing analytical data on consumer, uh, consumer um, behavior, consumer risk. But you guys are doing it on business, um, you know. In that in that regards, is there? This is just me thought, just my thought process going crazy here. Is there a potential for you guys to create a more formal system that you guys would use not just for your own business, but then also partially or potentially share that with the banking system to start in Nigeria to create this? Credit system. Yes, there is absolutely a, a possibility there. the The one potential issues that I see is that um, we don't have a full picture of the business. Okay, okay. Like, I, like I like I mentioned. Okay, so here's and I'm, I'm going to try my best to be as specific here. So if they give us their banking data, we know. Who they who like from that bank statement? Who they're getting loans from? We are able to mm-hmm. like sort of tell all that, okay? But that's from what they provide to us, okay? right? Okay, in, like in like, there is a business can have ten accounts, twenty accounts. It can have a bank account on all the banks. You don't. You just right. don't, right? Right? And 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 the people that do know, they're called the, the like just make it very very hard for you to integrate with them. Um, mm. and, and so they like, they only they have banned everyone except for integrating with them and knowing this information. So, so for us to like say, Hey, look, 
um, this a small business should have this formal score without us having a, a full picture, it would be really immature and, and wouldn't really gotcha. make a, a ton of sense. You no, know, we do have a system within our own you know, that we use, you know, to like get each one right. of a score. It goes up and down based off of like like the payment patterns and it does influence their um their overall offer. Um however uh um you know there are we do have a credit registry uh, and there's like three of them here in in uh, in Nigeria, and they are FICO light, and so okay. they are using very complex models gotcha. um, to like to like uh, build these uh, stores around uh, these various businesses and, and and borders. So if we if we are saying hey, we can do better than them on that score, and that's our whole business, we would um, you know. Uh, we would then pivot. We should then pivot our company to like focus on that. But we don't think we can do better than these guys. These guys gotcha. are these guys are backed by PhD um, PhDs from like London. You know, I've, I've hopped onto like calls with like with, with these wizards, and they are smart people. So, um, um, but it's not off the table. <laughs> it's, not, it's not completely, not completely off, off, off the table, but it, it yeah. will require us. Um, collaborating with the other fintech lenders, right? These guys want to share their, they don't want to share their data. Everyone is holding their data, yeah. Everyone is holding their data. We look, we're, we're saying, look, we will share data, but they're like, no, I don't want to, because once they give us their um, their data, we will soon learn the shit out of it. And, yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, they, they know, they know yeah. who they're messing with, so they're they're <laughs> they know you. You guys, you, I mean. And 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 based on what you guys have already done in the short amount of time that you guys, because you know, Pay Hippo is it's it's still young in the market space, but you guys have achieved something you know very very strong that you know business you know on the on those major guys have been doing for years and trying to get better at it. And so you know it's yeah they may have got some PhD, but I wouldn't downplay the the active role that you guys have with your community, your businesses, that you guys are, are, are building your own system uh, through and through where it's not necessarily a process for a transnational corporation type scenario, but a, a, a process for like, we're focused on the small business, like we truly are focused on the small business owner. And, and, and that I think changes the play in regards to where you guys, I mean, just, just my thought process as you're describing this is just, it's phenomenal what you guys have already done in the short amount of time that you guys have been in this. Now, as far as, you know, funding for you guys, being able to fund other, other people, like how are you guys building on that component on yourself? Yeah. Um, I'm going to answer that, but there's one thing that you mentioned. It's like focusing on a small business. You know, what is that? That is your product, right? Mm -hmm. That like, like the, the relationship and what you bring to them, that is the thing that you have to focus on. And how do you make that one singular thing better for them? That is that is our entire focus. Uh, mm. once, once we're figured that out to like to um to the like I don't know, milliliter um or the, the, the nano the nano dot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like the nano level, and then we can start um you know pivoting to other products, you know. And yeah. Um, so um and and that has been the reason why we have been so successful is because we're we're hyper focused on hey, how do we build a product that these that these small businesses like 
and we do surveys and no like and the one complaint I have is around our tenor is that a hey, you know you know we love your product we love uh, your team we love how you guys interact with us uh, can you guys offer uh, three months or six months our tenor is 30 days and and and, and we are doing that is because it's 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 a much faster feedback loop right you just like learn a lot better. You get more data. You, you like you fail faster. If you, if we're waiting three months to see if someone is gonna pay back, yeah, like we won't get anything. A lot, a lot can happen. You know, uh, and obviously, like the longer it's, it's it's out there, the greater the risk. And uh, but you need that faster feedback to understand how to land in this market. And so that's helped like tremendously. So now to answer your other question on how have we sort of find found uh, finance ourselves? Okay. So when we started, it was it was me and Zach. Zach and I, from our own pockets, uh, saying, "Hey, look, let's just fund these guys." Bang, bang, bang. We were on air um, on like Airtable, like creating just random tables. And okay, look, this is it was it was it, there was no it was just like let's just put a bunch of people on a on a table, move them, you know, into like different tables, and and then later on, once we figured out what we we're doing, we like um, asked our um, you know, our friends and family, They're like, hey guys, we're trying to build this thing. We we think we have a theory. Uh, do you guys want to support us or help us out? So we we got both on like the equity side, uh, our friends helped us, and then on the on the debt side, we you know we had um, you know people who just have money uh, that they could have invested into stocks or invest into us. And, uh, you know, it was a little bit expensive for our end, on our end, because it was, we were just getting started, but we were able to use that to sort of um, prove out our, our process. Mm-hmm. And then to log, um, it, like, so there's a lot of startups, startup money coming into Nigeria right now, a lot. Right. And so you lot of people raise equity and that equity money is just sitting in the bank account. And so we were like, hey guys. That that like that 15k can just be sitting there, or you can give it to us, and we can sort of, you know, uh, you know, make that money grow, which we did, right. which we had consistently made that money grow. Um, there is zero complaints from, from any of our of, of our uh, lenders, and so from there we found even bigger financial in- institutions um, that were able to give us even larger um, financing, and um, and now we are. Um, working on our biggest deal with an investment bank, um, and I'm not going to name which one, uh, given that the deal is still in, in progress. Right. Yeah, and so once we lock that down and and and, and work with us a little bit more, um, we are on track to, uh, to uh, access 10x the the initial sort of financing within the end of the. So we don't have a we we don't we are. We no longer have a debt problem. It used to be a thing. We have fixed that. Okay, and so we proved out our our process. We we show that uh, that we can go anywhere between twenty to thirty percent every single month. On average, twenty five percent every single month. Uh, we'll, we'll see how this month lands. You know, from the previous month, like the month before that, and so on and so forth. Since we started growing twenty five percent, and we uh, uh, start of April, we opened our pre seed round. Uh, and within three weeks, we were um, oversubscribed, and which uh, you know it was it was great. You know the 
there was enough hype behind our and buzz behind our our company. People were seeing because we were we were telling them what like, what we're doing, what, what we were struggling on, and they and and they saw us continuously keep building, 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 and um, and yeah, that's that's where we are. We we have we have already closed that. Um, you know, a lot of other good things happened. Um, I don't know, uh, and uh, we got into YC. If you guys don't, um, I didn't know you guys. Were, you guys got into YC. I don't even think I was supposed to be sharing that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. Congrats, man. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll say that never happened. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, it's it's been like it's been good, you know. And yeah. we have made sure that we have, you know, we're legally compliant, audited properly. Um, like our accounting is on point. Uh, we're we're leveraging the, the right technologies. We have a clear roadmap to even more automation. And it's it's like it's like when we automate in the and you see it just like make your whole business faster. It's great. Um, and here's an example. So um, we didn't always have automatic dispersal, right? It, it would be it would be it would come in and then. I uh, and then we will see they will accept the offer and then either me or the CEO, uh, COO, we will click a button and that would then disperse it. We will mm-hmm. click a button. It was a one-click dispersal before. Yeah. Now it is as soon as they as soon as they the offer, we, we oh sorry, accept the offer, we disperse. But to get to that level and the, and and the reason why we couldn't do it before is because you have to build some that is. It impotent, and here's why I mean yeah. uh, by it impotent. If you make one request, and for some reason there's a bug in your system, and it triggers 10, 10 dispersals, it should only disperse once. <laughs> because once you disperse twice, they will they will not like uh, like we have previously made this mistake, you know, where we um, accidentally like dispersed to a person um, twice, and then like yeah, you like you made a. Uh, uh, that was your, your like your fault. Yeah, I'm you deal with your mistake. Yeah, exactly. So you know, you know, we have to make absolutely sure that our system was important, that that it was resilient, that you know, if, if, it, if it failed, we knew exactly where it failed, and 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 how uh, how to keep this better. And I'm I'm just sitting back, just like, oh, this is just happening. <laughs> I, flew, I flew I flew um, um, Nigeria to like Lisbon. And I didn't have to worry because the, yeah. as soon as the offers came out, they were being uh, um, accepted and dispersed automatically without me having to be the chicken. So it's a peace of mind. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> congrats. Congrats, by the way. Congrats. Absolutely. Um, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations on that. And I always have this question. I know, uh, you know, this is a digital tech for our, our podcast. So we always want to give some of our newer people who are going into newer businesses um, some technology that, 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 that really say, hey, you know, this is something you use that they may be able to use to help them kind of thrive in what they're doing. So I want to ask you that same question. What's a piece of, of technology or software that you use that's been integral to your business that you didn't use or have before that you really, really enjoy using and you would recommend? Mm. There's, there's absolutely, there's two, okay? Um, my number one is Airtable. Airtable is everything. Mm. Enye, the, the nonprofit, <laughs> runs basically entirely on Airtable. Um, you're to forms, the, the forms are beautiful, like the tables are super flexible. You can literally run any business on Airtable. Yeah. Um, if you're not using it now, use it. 
you know, <laughs> anything technically, uh, like, like technical, get it working on, on like on, on Airtable and then translate those logic into something, uh, translate that business logic into a technical product. Um, and then in terms of document, like, because you need to, you know, I say that I've documented, uh, I'm the best documenter in the world, but when we do document um, processes, business logic, um, technical logic, we use Notion. Notion is a beautiful, simple product. It's it's um, it's better than Google Drive. Uh, like with Google Drive, is it's just like it's not as intuitive as it should be uh, um, in, in terms of the, of the like the nesting of documents. Whereas with Airtable, it is it is just it's like everything is, is nested within the file, so you just click through it and it's, and it's, it's great. Um, and that I mentioned, it's beautiful. So um, oh sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I, Notion. I mean, it's not when I said Airtable, I mean Notion. Yeah, I know you meant Notion, yeah. So Airtable and Notion, those two together, you, you can run your, your, like, your whole company. Um, um, in terms of financial technologies that, that, that I really love, um, this might not pertain to any U.S.-based companies. Like I mentioned earlier, there's a product called Mono. You can check them out, mono.co. Um, you know, like, I love these guys. They're, they're, uh, they're product focused like product obsessed right you know um, I, I i tell them on slack hey this is how your product is 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 broken within four hours is fixed and and they they are just so responsive you know they're not perfect no one is perfect no one right can be perfect. but they're but they're putting in the work to make it that much more better and 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 like i love like watching them and i try to emulate, like emulate what they're doing because mm-hmm. they are doing it right um uh, so those are my, uh, recommendations and my favorite, um, tools there. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Airtable was a big one on, on this show, by the way. Airtable is, uh, yeah. So when you were mentioning Airtable, Andy, I'm looking at Andy and he's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a monster, man. It is an absolute monster. <laughs> uh, uh, but, you know, on my, you know, to, to kind of look at wrapping up our conversation, you know, I always kind of go back to that, that you're closing, you know, what information or what would you, if you were, if you're going to advise entrepreneurs today, be it engineers or just over in general, just entrepreneurs, what would be that advice that you would say, you know what, this is what you'll pass over to people? Ah, uh, okay. Um, this is what I know. I, it might not be true for, for um, anyone, but this is just what I know. I know that being an entrepreneur is hard. And it's even harder if you loan. Um, so you need, you need people. You need someone or, so, or more than one. You need two people minimum that you really love. And, and how I sort of um, like mentally sort of uh, like think of it is a stool, right? What is the minimal amount of legs? Um, need a for stool to, to like stands three. You need three of them. So, yeah. So if you have that, like, and even that, that stool is gonna be like, you know, if you if you if you if you, if you put a head on that on that stool, it's gonna be a little bit wobbly. And so if you're if you're challenging, if you're try, like trying to tackle something very very challenging, three might not be enough. You might need more people. So um, so like find good people that you like. Um, delegate. You can't do it alone. You have to be comfortable. Um, I mean, first find like the right talent, and then let them grow into that role. Give them the opportunity to sort of 
do that thing that, that you need them to do and they're going to make mistakes. That's fine. Just, you know, help them grow to that, to, to that next level. Um, and then, uh, and just do understand and accept that um, once you, once you do have that team and you, either, even if you love them, you're going to, you're going to fight yeah. or there'll be moments of conflict and yeah. you just have to, um, to get past it because every single time you get past a major issue of conflict, it, it, just, it brings you guys tighter and it makes you guys even more like closely like connected, you know, um, yeah, like for, like for, for our team, we have had moments of crisis every single time. It's like, okay, now I, I, I trust my teammates even more. To like just mm-hmm. deliver this on 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 their on what they know. Um, so um, so those are the like the one big thing that I would also say. There is another tiny tiny thing that I Please, see about that in. <laughs> in, um, in Nigeria. They they make the mistake of thinking that their product is the same thing as their technology. These two mm-hmm. things are completely different, and and, different. and it's, it's so hard for them to. Uh, to understand that where where those two things are the same, like let's say you are building like like a three D like like a three like D space where people can like buy like and a technical product that is also uh, you know that, that's a product also is technology. Let, let's say you're doing like social media that is that is, but for the most part you're not going to be doing that. You're, you're going to be you know I don't know. A you know an interior designer who's trying to sort of um, allow people to uh, to like use use their platform to sort of you know place things in in like a digital space or whatever it is um, that for me focus on the product first and then translate the the lessons learned from getting that product running in technical product um, or into a technical solution. And and to and to try to build the tech first, you're gonna you just waste a lot of money. You're gonna waste a lot of money. So, um, no code. Don't write any code. Uh, you can you can you can do it on the airtable. <laughs> you can do it on airtable. So, <laughs> no, that, I think I think that's a that's a true statement. Not just for Nigeria, actually. I think that's a true statement in general overall because um, a lot of times because of the idea of a startup is a sexy conversation now. Um, and entrepreneurship is a sexy conversation. So people always think their product is a tech product, um, mm. not focused on the product itself. And, and so I'm glad you're bringing it up because sometimes people step too far away into the techie side of it that they forget they, they haven't even created the product yet. Um, so create the product, focus on the product, perfect the product. Then, you know, the software you need to be able to work on, um, you know, in that, in that regards. No, um, I mean, Uche, this was this was this was a great this was a a a really really great uh, conversation to kind of have with you. And I think my biggest strongest takeaway, um, because you kind of flowed through it all in all, is a team that communicates the best wins. Um, mm-hmm. So don't do it alone. The team that communicates the best wins. And and I think just speaking with you, knowing you already, but then speaking with you um, on your business, and you know, it, it's it's. I see it. I see it. <laughs> I appreciate. We appreciate you being in here, and 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 Andy, I'm going to pass it back over to you. But we really, Uche, we appreciate you being here on the show, man. No, thank, thank you so much, you. Uche. I mean, absolutely. Your your focus on local markets, I think, is huge. You brought some some what what 
great about a CEO like yourself is you bring a complex, uh, you know, solution and, and answers and replies, and you make it sound simple, and you're able to break it down, which means you have the true art of being being able to break it down to not only those high power people like investors and things like that, but to be able to break it down on a local level so people can understand. And that means I mean, your your message is going to communicate to all types of markets. And I think that by itself is one of the biggest gifts a CEO can have. So we appreciate your candor. We thank you so much for being part of the show and just for being honest and open with, you know, your highs, your lows, you know, your ups and downs. And we're, we're very grateful again for, um, for being part of our show. So thank you again. Thank you for having me guys. Thank you so very much. This is fun you know we definitely we want to follow up with you we want you to be part of you know we might do a reunion pretty soon so we definitely want to have a best of with you pretty soon uh okay yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> from myself we cannot wait to have you Oh, yes, okay. sir. We're done. It's a done deal. <laughs> Paperwork's already signed. But again, for Uche from Patrick Alawa, I'm Andy Yo. Again, this has been another digital tech corner podcast. Again, guys, always fall forward and go thrive and enjoy the rest of you guys' week. Hey, guys, have a good one. Bye.